It's important to fail, and then it's also important to not be afraid to ask for help when you need it. It's all about refining and continuing to grow and learn. And don't be afraid to look back at the failures, ask for help, and continue moving forward. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Today, we'll be talking with Maya Meilenberg. She's my business partner here at Landing Collective Real Estate Solutions, our real estate team. And you might recognize her voice from the intros for the podcast. So Maya, thanks for coming and talking to us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, We know that's not true because you hate having your voice recorded. This is also true. But you know what? I am here. There you go. We'll give you credit for that. So we appreciate that. And yeah, tell us a little about yourself and how you got to joining this wonderful team. Best team ever. Right. Well, I've been now in real estate and part of the Landing Collective team for just over, was it three years now? three years. Wow. Yeah. So I got connected with you and, you know, getting to know you over the years, I just knew I really wanted to stay in the real estate world. And so got my license and then we just kind of started building the team from there. And like, we've just been kind of growing and, you know, making it all happen over the years and, you know, starting as a transaction coordinator for the team that really helped me learn all the ins and outs of the escrow process, which I think has helped our clients feel really supported. Absolutely. From meeting us from the first time to closing on their new house or selling their home, they feel fully supported just with us knowing all the ins and outs too. Right, right. No, and that's a huge thing that you've added to the team too, because everyone has different strengths as we could tell and you know different weaknesses and absolutely there's you know you have to know when you need help filling some of those pieces you know that you, that you're not good at absolutely yeah so yeah so it's it's been a it's been fun and we've kind of done it in our own way too we oh, haven't totally. like followed anyone else's script we've yeah. kind of <laughs> we take people's scripts and we make them our own and change the things we don't like yeah. because try some things it- are just they're too much. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need certain things. We yeah. try to be more personable and, and have fun and, and like why we say, we do things our own way. So exactly. Yeah. That's definitely a great thing. So first of all, like one of the things that we'll start with is how we kind of started building our team system, if you will, obviously starting with, you know, what we knew or what we saw was wrong or what we didn't like. Like you said, some things are a bit much or a bit unneeded and some things are a bit lacking, right? Yeah, absolutely. So before real estate, I was more in customer service. And so I just really like to tailor the experience to the individual versus, you know, just having a cut dry system. Like every single person that's buying a home is going to follow this checklist. Every single person um, will follow this checklist that's selling a home. We do have, you know, our checklists and systems in place, but each step is still going to be customized, which I think is kind of something that I like to navigate with the clients. Right. And I think it kind of helps and it helped us grow because we do start with these checklists and there's a lot of things where it's like, yes, that's, we do need this step, but you know what, let's take that out and then put this later because that really doesn't need to happen right away or, you know, where it's stressing people out. So over the time, you know, we've really learned on how to adjust the transaction for how it's going, especially right. a lot of times we're doing a little bit quicker transactions because right. we, we like to move. Quickly. We just there's no need for a 30 day escrow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, a lot of times we have to like shift things up and just get things going a little quicker than normal. 
Yeah. So, I mean, with the way that we've customized it, um, I also come from a background of organizational management too, where I like systems and checklists, but I like to use that as framework and then fill in each step along the way for that transaction or for that person. Right. I think the theme of this particular episode is kind of about the tactical debrief of seeing what things can be done better, like after a transaction, after anything you do, oh, yeah. being able to look back and see it. And we'll get even deeper into that. But I, I, I'll say one of the skills that you really complement our team with too is I am very aware of a post mission type thing, like of a, of a transactions over, let's look back and see what could have been done better. Where could we have filled in a gap or what is something we can learn for a future piece? But you're very good at kind of doing that analysis on the fly. So we can be mid transaction and I'm still like going, going, going on like, you know, a yeah. few different, few different deals or whatever. And you're like, Oh, we, we need to fix this now. Like, or let's adjust this now. So yeah. I think that's one of your skills is that you can see that. And for me, sometimes when I see things, it takes a little more analysis for me to be able to figure out how to plug it in, where sometimes by the time I've tried to think about it, you've already mm -hmm. fixed it, which I appreciate, <laughs> but then I feel a little dumb. Sometimes it's all good. Yeah, I'm definitely an instant gratification type person. Like I'm like, no, I'd want this to happen now. Right. You know, like I don't want to wait until next one to like get it right. I'm like, no, let me just fix this now. And, right. and then we'll add it to the, you know, our checklist, make sure that we're, we're adding this step along mm -hmm. the way and, you know, still customizing it to the person, but you know, we don't want to forget this because last we almost missed it this time, you know? Right. Right. So I think too, and I do like, like every transaction is going to be so different. So like, it is important to like, look at how the transaction went what could we have done better? What did we do right? What went really smoothly? And, you know, adding that to our systems, right. which that's what's the good thing about building a system is it can always be improved on. Right. Because also things are always changing. Technology is changing. The way the rules are changing. Good mm -hmm. old COVID, you know. Oh, yeah. That brought all these crazy rules on us this year. So we had to get really creative and like, don't forget this. Don't forget to send the entry forms and things like that now. Yeah. So, yeah, just being able to, you know, not be scared to, to change and yeah. you know if something does go wrong just figure it out how can we fix this now right and how can we try to avoid this in the future it could still happen in the future yeah. but if we can have some type of like reminder or something which is what i like to build out is like little task reminders on you know on a checklist or in our calendars like don't forget to check in on this right you know just to make sure that we are even if it maybe this transaction you know, for example, say like an HOA, yeah. maybe this house doesn't have an HOA, but right. we still want to just have that reminder in our checklist just in case, because mm -hmm. you never know. Unfortunately, in our business, a lot of times, let's say all professionals are not professional, not all professionals are created equally or give you know the same yeah. effort. So you've built in quite a few of systems to, I guess, help make sure the other side of the deal, the other side's agent doesn't drop the ball, make mm -hmm. sure that their side goes along because, and it's not so much for them, but it's for our clients to make mm -hmm. sure they have a good experience. Good experience. And yeah. I think that's huge. And even with all those efforts, sometimes you still can't help everyone. You know, sometimes you're still doing double work, but you know, again, mm -hmm. it's just all about the experience for our client. We try to take on the stress for them so they can just enjoy the process. It's yeah. You know, it could be a stressful time, but we're trying to take as much of that, you know, stress away from them. And it should be more exciting too. If you're buying a home, you're yeah. really excited. You're going to be getting into this new house. So it shouldn't be stressful of like, oh, well, like, did they do this? Did they do that? It's like, no, we got this. Yeah. I'm checking in on this. We're getting this covered. 
right? That's huge because you don't want them soured before they walk into this new house when they should be happy about it. With the other side of that too is sometimes we work with really great professionals on the mm-hmm. other side of deals. And it just, we're like, did we even do any work this time? Because we're so used to doing both sides yeah. or, or so much to make sure that when someone else is like really professional, it seems like, wow, that would just flew by. That, yeah. that, it and a like lot a of week. times too, when it's stuff like that, we learned that's from them when too. I'm like, I want to do that. I'm going to, exactly. like even, you know, one of our main checklists that we use is I took that from somebody else. I was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I created one for our team. And now that's like our standard, like, you know, transaction sheet, like a summary where it has everything, uh, like one-stop shop for you, yeah. know, you to know exactly what's going on. Yeah. If uh, you can steal it, steal it. If you can't create it. Yeah. Kind of. Exactly. It works. I, I yeah. like that. <laughs> well, okay. So kind of back to the base of how we started structuring a team. One of the things that kind of spurred us to get into building this into a team and a business really, um, obviously we do a lot with, you know, military relocation, mm-hmm. military uh, clientele. And a big part of that was taking a step back instead of going from the system first of how to like do transactional business, went back to what are the pain points when you're having to move your family from somewhere, when you have, yeah. you know, you're not in control of your timelines, when you're not always, you don't always have the best access to on, you know, be able to look online or, you know, depending on where you're coming from. So starting from that point, it was kind of, I think, fun for us in a way to look at how do we overcome that from the beginning? Because the transaction part, we can fix that anytime. But starting from that, and I don't know, I think that's one of the things that I've enjoyed. And I know that you've been a big part of fixing those little pieces that that cause those pains for people coming. Yeah, because, you know, when you're relocating or you're having to move, you know, that's, you know, not really your choice or it's just like, Hey, I don't have time to come and look at houses. So I just need to find something. And thankfully we're in an an age where we can do these virtual walkthroughs for people and do video tours, get on FaceTime, things like that. So it's, you know, made it a little bit easier, but it's still, you know, having that peace of mind of physically seeing the home with your own eyes, right? that's still probably a challenge for many, but just, I think more people are kind of getting used to it, especially with, you know, unfortunate COVID Yeah, that kind of became the norm too, where now a lot of listings will have these really cool, you know, virtual 3d floor plan tours Mm -hmm. that you can do, where you can almost feel like you're walking through the home. Right. So most people that are getting used to this, you know, being able to just see a home virtually and be comfortable enough to buy it. But regardless, we still try to make it as personal as possible Right. to take a little bit of that, again, that stress off the client of like, okay, reassure them a little bit. We're going to do a personalized walkthrough for you. We're taking ourselves through the home, pointing out some of the things that you're looking for specifically. But yeah, no matter what, it's always probably going to be hard for people. Yeah. So we just try to make it less hard. Less hard. Exactly. And <laughs> if anybody listening thinks that doing like a video walkthrough is easy, like I would say it normally would be, but uh, Maya has created a system for that too. So <laughs> if we don't follow it, we get in trouble with that as yeah. well. So I joke about it, but it's actually a very good thing because that way there's a consistency in how our whole team does things. Everyone's yeah. going to have their own personality, but they hit the details that we yeah. want shown to everyone. You know, we're fortunate to work with a lot of, you know, people relocating and we get a lot of referrals that are military. And so, again, they're having to relocate without having the time and the the luxury of like, let me just go browse and look through a bunch of homes. They are on a quick timeline. So we want to give a consistent experience to each person that gets referred to us because 
if one person had this awesome experience of like, oh, they personalized all these home tours for us. They made it really easy and we felt really comfortable, like knew this was the one. And then like the next person, they just get like links sent to them of the the tours. It's like, oh, cool. I could have just done that on my own. Right. Yeah. So again, what I really love about our team is we really customize things. We personalize things and then working as a team too, it also gives that advantage of a single agent. Like that's great, but you know, there's only so much one single person can do. So having a couple people to, you know, be able to feel comfortable reaching out to that gives another, you know, a little extra reassurance for the client too. peace of mind. Okay. Like both, you know, Jay and Maya both like have shown me these homes. They're both on the same page. We're communicating together. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that we communicate so well, all of our team, yeah. we all communicate super, like we're, we have no, like, yeah, we're always like in contact. So being able to trust each other with, you know, each other's clients, if, you know, you're out showing homes in this area, you, you're, you can only be in one place at a time. Right. So having, you know, the trust in, you know, myself or one of our other team members to show homes on your behalf and then, just knowing that client's going to be taken care of just because we have these systems in place right? where we're trying to make things as consistent as possible for everybody. That's a, that's a very good point too, because we definitely want everyone to have that, that same experience Mm -hmm. and a difference in what some teams are and what we've tried to create, which if we're looking at just economically for a a business standpoint, Mm -hmm. it is not the most efficient. You know what I mean? We're going to spend more to do this, but through the longevity of us enjoying what we're doing, enjoying the people we're working with and everyone else enjoying the transaction, I think it's worthwhile a million times over. You know what I mean? Because it's instead of a team, what some are called teams are what uh, one person's name or of the team. And then they're just individual agents that work under that work them. under the person. Yeah. So the fact that we're actually, a, you get everybody, you get everybody, Yeah, all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think that's like really cool about what we've kind of built here. It's, it's, yeah, it's not just like, you know, this, this one team you're on this team, but you like, you probably never talk to this team leader, like, mm-hmm. cause they're just off building the business. Right. Like you're very interactive with the business still mm-hmm. not only building it, but still working with clients directly. And then again, you have the, you know, the, the opportunity to, you know, at least get one of us, one of your team members to, you know, help take on some of the workload, whether it's showings or working the transaction, just making sure all the, you know, the paperwork's done correctly so that you're still giving your clients, you know, top-notch experience. Well, it does take all of us to do it though. You know what I mean? There's no way I could or any of us individually could keep up with all of our clients and do the best job and give that experience. You know, it does take all of us to be interchangeable in different areas to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, like it's, there's just no way. Yeah. But I think when you introduce that and people recognize it from the beginning, then they're like, they really appreciate it. Yeah. Cause like, I don't think there's ever been a point where your clients feel like they're being handed off to somebody else or my clients feel like I'm handing them off to somebody else. Like they know like, no, this is just part of the team thing. Yeah. And this is just another member that I get to work with. Or this is this person's yeah. job in the team. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so, hopefully that's how they feel. Cause I mean, that's yeah. definitely been how we've tried to structure and mm-hmm. it allows us to keep that consistency yeah. throughout. But yeah, that's a big part of the Maya systems that <laughs> we're all stuck to. I mean, adhere to. Eventually uh, <laughs> to be known as just the landing collective way. There you go. There you go. She, she beats it into us long enough. Yes. Then we will, no, we did will you do it the systems. landing collective way. That's, 
then you did it wrong. That's right. That's true. Like I hear that a lot, but I did it wrong. But, um, <laughs> but for real, like, uh, the other thing that we really work on is I think is important for us. And because most of us have purchased even in the last year to two years, like, you know, you and Daniel purchased, um, I just purchased again this year, like Nick purchased last year, John's mm -hmm. getting ready to get, you know, like yeah. people are like, actually involved in practice what they preach yes. they're, they're involved in the real estate which is really cool and it helps more so than just on the professional side we can still do transactions if we don't oh, buy yeah. all the time but it gives us that perspective which i think it's important because sometimes it can be very frustrating on our end dealing with other agents dealing with certain things we just want to get certain things done it's easy if you're not aware of it to lose perspective or lose the client's perspective of that might be the most important thing, biggest step they're taking at that time. Yeah. Or it might be just something they have to do. And there's other huge life things going on at the time where, you know, that yeah. we, we got to keep that in mind too. That like, this might not be the only thing they're they're dealing, dealing with, with right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, totally. So, you know, again, kind of going back to what you were saying just right before was that the fact that we've all purchased and, you know, had to deal with our own transactions personally. So we kind of have that the experience of a client mm -hmm. um, where we know, okay, this is because some things, you know, might not even come through us as agents. It right. comes through the lender or escrow. So yeah. it's like, and then the clients of course come to us to ask versus if I hadn't gone through my own transaction, I would have been like, I don't know what this part is. I yeah. don't know what I just do the real estate side. I don't yeah. know what the, what the lender needs or whatever, how but you invest, how you yeah. Need so um, being able to kind of like, explain to them, even though maybe that's not technically my job, but like being able to point them in the right direction of like, oh, that came from escrow. So, you know, if you have a question for this, this is who you're going to reach right. out to or, you know, whatever it is. So being able to have the personal firsthand experience of a real estate transaction, not only helping somebody else buy something, but going through it myself, it was definitely helpful. Mm -hmm. So that definitely opened my eyes to a whole world of things too. And, you know, even the fact of like, after you close your deal, you're going to get a bunch of junk mail from people trying to get money from you because right. <laughs> now you own a home. How many times do you get a screenshot of that? Oh, like yeah. you get it like and that's what I, that's what I always tell people at the end of the transaction too. I'm like, by the way, you're going to be getting a lot of junk mail. If for any reason you're not sure if this it's legit or not, text me a screenshot of it and I'll let you know mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, it's probably not legit. Yeah. You're probably pretty safe just to tear it up and throw it yeah. away. But yeah, yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So yeah, so that's definitely a huge part of what it is. And I like that we do practice what we preach and, you know, also the fact that like you invest, I'm like we're working on now, like trying to get into investment too, for real estate. We have other members of our team coming to us for real estate investment ideas. So it's like, we're all very excited and, you know, pumped about not only helping others do this, but for ourselves too, you know? Right, right. So it's all like, we're, we're learning as we go because as we, you know, continue doing this for ourselves, we're going to be able to help more people on their end too. Right. So that's, I think, super helpful. Also, uh, you and your husband are, are looking to start investing stuff now. How did you come about that? Like, it's, it's pretty cool to watch people as they, the more and more they understand in real estate of like the opportunity. And a lot of our podcast obviously yeah. is about that. Not just, not just real estate, but you know, just financial freedom of like, creating that growth or, yeah. or sometimes it's just about, you know, creating that safety net, create whatever it is that your family needs at the time, mm -hmm. you know, you're building towards that and watching the light bulb come on people as they see there's so many different ways to leverage real estate for like 
genuine wealth. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, real estate is definitely something to that will continue to appreciate. It's yes, it's it's a big investment, but it's one of the best things that can build your wealth. Right. Because even if you're thinking of like buying rental properties and things like that, you're going to buy it for a certain amount and say you rent it out. It hopefully can cover your mortgage. If not, if you have to come out a little out of pocket, that's still not even that bad because you're getting all the tax benefits. There's someone right. else is paying your principal down. Yeah, right. So they're basically paying for you to own this house. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it's going to continue to appreciate. So right. no matter what, because housing is always needed. Right. So Especially out here. Yeah, it's for insane. sure. <laughs> so it's just something that like, if I wasn't in real estate, of course I would be like, yeah, I want to have all these rental properties, blah, 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 blah. Of course. I mean, everyone wants to just like, get money and get checks in the mail from renters. Yeah. But they just think of, okay, I put $100,000 into this house and it needs to cover the mortgage. Otherwise I'm losing money. It's like, no, you're not losing money. You're building your wealth because ultimately that's going to be paid off. Even if you're putting a little bit of money into it Mm -hmm. just to, you know, cover the mortgage, that's still your investment. Right. Like you're still, that's still, you own that. Right. Now that I'm in real estate and like I can see that much more clearly. Uh-huh. And that's why like I'm now like, okay, now we need to get into this. Right. This real estate. Right. We got our home. That's fine. That's good. Now man. let's get into let's get another one. <laughs> it gets addictive too. Yeah. As you okay, see. it's been like a year and a half. I'm ready to get another one. Let's mm-hmm. but we're gonna keep this one and we're gonna get another one. Right. You know, like and there's so many ways that you can do that too. Even if, you know, like obviously like you do have to save. There's definitely programs out there that you can utilize. There's ways to, you know, access funds that if you already have investments and you still wanna have a little bit of a safety buffer. So being, yeah, being sure. smart with, you know, what you're spending and you know, what you're saving and how you're moving your funds around mm-hmm. too. So, you know, it's not just like, I just need to save until I get $500,000 in my bank account. Yeah. Then I'll buy something. Yeah. It's like, no, Such, so you can buy something with $20,000 in your bank account and yeah. then, you know, and then start building your wealth from there. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really opened my eyes to, you know, knowing that I don't need a 20% down payment to get into something. I don't even need a, even an investment property. No. No, it's crazy. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, why are we renting right now? <laughs> and it's something too, I've like been able to share with a lot of my, you know, oh, clients, yeah. my friends, my family. And I love having that knowledge without being just like coming from the real estate side of like, well, I'm a real estate agent. So of course it's a good time to buy right now. Right. Or, oh no, it's a good time to sell right now because I'm a real estate agent. Yeah. You know, like just giving kind of like the standard answers because mm-hmm. if I do this, then I would make money. So it's more like <laughs> I'm coming from experience of, no, this is what I want to do and yeah. what I've researched and, you know, like how I've learned from seeing other people do it too. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. This is how you're going to make money. Yeah. And how many times have you seen either myself or you, like anyone on our team, like I know you've done as well when people reach out like, hey, we're transferring. Can you sell our house for us? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we can, but yeah. let's look and see what you can make in rent oh, yeah. first. Because I would rather I would rather them build wealth yeah. if it makes sense exactly. than sell their house for a commission. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's if if sometimes there's situation no, there are some situations where it doesn't where make sense. Or, yeah, yeah. Because you have something different that your yeah. your goal is different. Mm-hmm. But um if there's a way and if it makes sense, yeah. I would much rather want people just rent their keep homes it out if you and can and build your wealth. Have people send you checks. Yeah. It's Let so somebody nice. else pay that mortgage for you, but you keep the house. Right. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> not a bad plan. Well, it's fun to have watched. I don't want to say 
progress because it's more like the process of going from, you know, getting into real estate and like, I mean, it's not like you didn't understand the basics of real estate, but when yeah. you started to then when you made the first purchase to just like the quantum leaps of, all right, cool. Now let's just roll with it and, mm-hmm. you know, into the investing side and stuff. But part of like having the kind of team that we have where it's kind of more family, like, you know, everyone just really it's synergistic gets yeah. along and some of our well like this week's this past week's training right was about oh, yeah. it was about, about investing. investing it wasn't about sales and how no. to get clients it and then it really us. just like stuff like that it's just like again like seeing it and like really diving into it not just like okay well if you want to invest you have to have x amount of money it's like no you start with this and then you have to keep building it but like you have a plan and you know yeah like once you see stuff and like you break everything down into like the very very basics which right. i think we also do a good job at is like breaking things down to like basically a kindergartner can understand this, right you know because yeah. you're used to doing that for me is <laughs> that what you're saying it's it's cool yeah we understand but, um but yeah so like because you know some a lot of people they'll come in and like You'll be like, oh yeah, you need to do this, this, and that. Send your EMD over to them. And they're like, what's an EMD? I yeah. don't know what that means. So being able to break everything down, simple, simple, simple stuff, and then just tackling each step as you go, you're going to be able to do yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> like, you got to you got to be careful too because it's hard to you got to mix acronyms with military. Oh gosh, and, you know, you're That's guys like be battling acronyms, bit, right? Like, I mean. I don't personally have a military background. So like when I started working with you and like, you know, our, a lot of your clients are, are military. And so I was like, uh huh. Yeah. And so like, I was like learning all the acronyms as we go, but like, you know, now it's a lot easier because it's been a few years, but yeah, there's like the military acronyms and then, you know, uh, real estate acronyms and all these things where it's like, you just kind of have to break everything down, make it all simple Everyone's in kindergarten. And you and you learned which insults are actually compliments, oh, and which yeah, compliments are actually insults with the military. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different language. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, again, reading the, you read the client, you customize the experience. If they're like super knowledgeable about real estate, maybe you don't need to break it down as much, but right. still try to make sure that they're understanding things fully because maybe you don't know like they think they know a lot, but then maybe they don't really know everything that goes into it. And so right. you still want to break it down a little bit. Something else when it comes to a team like like this one, it's not just our direct team because sometimes we need help too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have our team of like that will do the transactions yeah. and find the homes, sell your home, all that good stuff. But then the lenders that we would refer, like we only work with lenders that they don't drop the ball. Yeah. Like we if they drop the ball, we don't, the they've done. done it. Yeah. Like, and we've used them personally, like a lot, multiple, like times. multiple times for refis and everything. Like, so yeah. it's, again, kind of going back to that, like personal experience mm-hmm. that we have with these people. Like, I'm not just going to pawn off my client to some random lender I've never met yeah. like, or worked with that I know can get it done. Or on the listing side, yeah. we're not going to, you know, there's only a couple escrow companies. Escrow companies, yeah, that we want to really, that we really trust them with, that we know that they're going to get it done. They're going to be able to communicate clearly to everybody. Because, right. I mean, that's another huge thing in this industry that I think is very lacking is communication. Yeah, efficient communication. Efficient for sure. communication definitely is. It's so easy to do, especially nowadays. We got texts, we got videos, we got whatever. So it's like, ways, yeah. it's easy enough to just, keep people in the loop, but somehow it always gets forgotten. And then like you're, you're a week in and you're like, 
So what's, what's going on? Do I need to do anything? Am I, did I miss something? And then like just somebody chimes in like, yes, you needed to do this, this, and that's like, okay, well, would have been nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's something again with like working with people that we trust and having a good team to kind of count on. Mm-hmm. We know these people are going to be communicating with their clients. We know these people are going to be taking care of them as if they were their like own family. Like, yeah, that's, I think something huge that we as our team really try to vet out as far as when we're building our team or adding to our team is do they have the same, like the values and the, you know, the, the things that we want for our people. Like we don't just want you to like get the highest dollar amount or do the quickest transaction. Like we want you to make sure this person's going to be fully taken care of whatever they need. Right. As if, yeah, they're your own family. So, and, and they're pretty, I mean, honestly, like the people that we've been fortunate to work with are, mm-hmm. have been pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and there's things obviously that we, uh, you know, that we're not professionals at, we might have a good understanding I'm always of professional. Well, okay. You're always professional, but, <laughs> but like, uh, for instance, we can, you know, guide people on things like investments and, and hacks, you know, like, Hey, this is a good way to, you know, to save some taxes or a good way to make some income by like being able to defer some taxes. There's yeah. different things or even uh, for these investments, but sometimes we're not going to have the answer and, and anything we do in those realms, we're just kind of, you know, we're just saying, this is what I've done or yeah. here's some guiding. But the funny thing is that we end up all with the same people in those sides too. Mm-hmm. Like I think what, at least three of us on the team, at least three or four of us are on, with the same financial advisor. Yeah. And I, th- I don't think we have the same accountants right now, no. but bookkeepers and accountants and stuff, but we have these people who that's who I, you know, like, yeah. oh crap, I don't have that question. I'll refer you to this person. Or if it's something simple, like I'll just text real quick, like, Hey, what's up? Okay, cool. We yeah. can pass that off. Mm-hmm. But it is like, I mean, a lot of that comes from trial and error because we've yeah. gone through some people that we yeah, don't it, feel are right for our clients mm-hmm. to have to endure, I yeah. guess. And again, just like that personal experience that we've gone through this. So it's like, we can help our clients by that. It's so like, they don't feel like we're just giving them some like random answer, just trying to like, you know, make them happy. Okay, here's the answer you needed. Right. You know, and like also staying in our own lane too. Like yeah. if they're asking us a question about vesting or tax questions. It's like, well, I'm not a tax professional, Yeah, but I have like, this, I have is what, one. this is what my, my tax professional, when I had that same question, this right. is what they said, but you might still want to refer to yours or I can give you my tax accountant's number. We've sent a lot of contact info and a lot of links to information, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, it's not my lane, but I'm glad that you trust me enough to ask me. Right. You know, cause there's just like so much information out there, especially you can just Google whatever. And is it true? I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like being able to have somebody like people that we trust and we've used and they've actually helped us when we were lacking. Right. Or, you know, in areas that we might've messed up and like now we're like, okay, but then I got on track and I got working with this person and they really helped get things back in line. So if you want some advice in that department, this guy really helped me. Right. You know, something like that where it's it's not just like, oh, yeah, I heard this guy's good or I Googled this guy. He should be fine. He has five stars on Yelp. Yeah. Yelp. Good old Yelp. Oh, Yelp. <laughs> Our friends at Yelp. Oh, my God. It's, no, that's it's, it's all good points, though. It is about, yeah. you know, it's like an extended team. And, and the same. Uh, well, here's another thing, too, that you've been a big help with, too, is I had a call last night with someone who was actually referred to me. It's a girlfriend of a guy who's in Japan now. Mm-hmm. Um 
to help find like she's up in we talked about it she's up in LA Mm -hmm. so we don't know that area that well like can we do business there yeah Yeah. do we know that area like we know San Diego no so what will we do we'll call and we'll interview and we'll vet out people and find the right person because we'll know how to do that you know like will they do they reply back to us quickly do they know answers to x y and z and stuff like that because we want everyone i mean if they were connected to us by anyone we want them to have a good experience experience, whether it's with us or not yeah so that's been a big help too because we kind of tag team that one like we'll both yeah i mean like a lot of times too when we're when we're interviewing those agents for Mm -hmm. for our clients that were referred to us whether or they're just moving to areas that we're not super familiar with or we're not licensed in then you know us interviewing these agents it's not just like okay let me look them up real quick they've done x amount of deals so yeah they could probably do it it's like no we're gonna call them yeah we're gonna like interview them as if they're we're interviewing them for for our team yeah to be a part of our team because we want to like build these relationships and maintain these relationships it's not just like a one and done pass off right because if we can find somebody in you know say the la area that were like yes this person took awesome care of my client they were super communicative with us so i knew exactly every step of the way you know my client was being taken care care of of. yeah then yeah i'm going to keep sending that person and that person is going to be like our go-to referral partner up there or whatever in whatever area it is right so but just knowing that like the way that we've built our systems to you know it's not only just let me just look up this person. It's really building relationships mm-hmm. and communicating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's big. That's one thing that I think our team does really, really well building and maintaining relationships or just very like, you know, having personal experience with people mm-hmm. too, like knowing like, okay, yeah, this person I would trust with my client. Right. Not just like, sure. They, they're, they're a big agent up there. They're, 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 they're okay. going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we know how that works sometimes. Yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. We should actually, I don't know, maybe we'll add that to the website so people can just register and we'll find their agents for them. Mm. You know, just because, yeah. why not? It's not I that like it. hard for us. Add it to the list. Yeah, add it to the list. Add it to the list. We'll, we'll, we'll throw that on there. Yeah, and like so finally, like kind of just taking it all back to wrap up, like all the things we talked about and it's fun. Like I, I'm glad that people got to hear you on here today. I know that's not your yes. favorite thing to do, but hear the passion that you have. Sorry, everybody had to hear my voice. I know it's annoying. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I know I, I, it, it's, I, I feel like every time I hear it, it's because I'm in trouble for something. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, all the things that you're, you know, that you're so passionate about making this business better and making the experience better and the team better. And that's one of the huge things that you bring to our team and to, to our company but also the process to get there wasn't it's not overnight huh kind no. of back to it's like reevaluating and, and finding that way and even when something's good yeah sometimes there's just a little bit better way and, and it's like constant evaluation and that's one thing i don't know if it's just like probably my personality too mm-hmm. the way that i absorb things and like okay what could i like i'm always like what could i have done better here right. even if it went really smooth right i'm always like okay that was good should I be doing this though also, or, you know, what else could we do? And so that's just, I, again, I think it's just the way I process things. Mm -hmm. And so I try to bring that into our team just to always remind people, like, no matter how good it is, things can always be better. Right. You can always be pushing to be better. Right. You can always be improving and you should always be improving Mm -hmm. because especially if like you were, if you just stuck to this checklist for like the next 20 years, you're going to be like super outdated. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, 
we don't do that anymore now. It's just one piece of paper and you bought a house. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, that would be so nice. Oh, I wish that was that I just way here. I a button on my phone and I just bought a house. Yeah, that would be kind of nice yeah. by this. But, but of course, <clears throat> that would really mean that you just signed some like 50 page agreement because, yeah. you know, it's usually yeah. about what it is. I mean, but we're, we're close to that. At least now, I mean, for us, we are fortunate because we can help so many very people from so far away. Oh, yeah. With electronic with signatures. Electronic signature and, stuff. Again, the FaceTime, virtual tours, all that stuff. So it's so, we're so fortunate to be in this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from COVID. But, 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 but <laughs> also, though, we, I feel like we, it, it, you know, trying to be on the positive side, we were pretty fortunate that when COVID did happen, a lot of the things that changed, we already were very accustomed to oh, doing yeah. because we have because so many we were clients doing, overseas yeah. or East Coast that would do things remotely so much mm-hmm. that it, it just, it it took away a piece of what we normally get to do in person, which is actually fun, yeah. whatever, but we already had that We already had these kind of like the basic systems in place yeah. of knowing to how to do, yeah, knowing how to do basically being able to sell or buy a home from completely overseas, mm-hmm. different time zones, all that kind of stuff. We were already doing that with our clients pre-COVID. Right. So once it came and we got shut down and all this stuff, it was, okay, now we really have to utilize these. It's not just for our military yeah, people. It's, it's for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Everybody gets it. Yeah. So how can we, you know, just make this better make it as personal as possible right to keep people encouraged and motivated and you know because it's a scary time but it's like but you kind of start to keep going yeah for sure and yeah so we were very fortunate to already have that stuff in place Mm -hmm. to again continue improving and growing on that right and get to work right through you Mm -hmm. know even when we're shut down like we can just keep working to make our process like take that time to do what you're talking about refine the things that whatever so yeah that's that's big and i think that can't be overlooked too that you can learn like always can be refined and then things that don't go well that's not necessarily always a negative that's just a learning point that you can correct and yeah I mean, I like, like in our training last week, you were saying like success is a bad teacher. I'm like, that's true. Because, yeah. you know, if you, if everything you do, you succeed at, then like, you're never going to learn. You're just gonna be like, well, I did it and it worked. So why would I change anything? Right. Versus like, if you fail at something or if you have a struggle with something or like, you're like, oh, something could have been like, I feel like that could have gone a lot smoother. Right. Then that's when you like can take the time to evaluate, refine, make it better. Yeah. And I think that's how everything should be is just, okay, that could have been better. How can I change it? Let's make it better. Right. Right. And like not getting discouraged too. Cause I yeah. know it could be super easy to get discouraged. Oh, this went wrong. I just, I'm not meant for this. I just, I screwed everything up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you didn't like yeah. everyone makes mistakes. Everyone fails. And you got to just keep moving on. Yeah. Throw out one curse word, let it get out and then move on. Or in your case, throw out a gosh darn mm-hmm. or something and then move on. Yeah. I just do like a ugh emoji. Right. And then we know that you're really distraught. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that's, but that is, that's true. And I, and I think some people lose track that you can learn that way. And then that it's not because we put a lot more pressure on ourselves and we, we look at things as a bigger, mm-hmm. like a bigger deal than it is sometimes if something doesn't go right. And I know when we started this, people would ask like, oh, what's your goal for, you know, the one year, two year goal, three year goal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And mine was like to make five years of mistakes in the first two Year. years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Hey, that's, that's my goal. And people are like, oh, that's a negative thought. Like, why do you want to make mistakes? And it's like, you're missing that point. To me, that means I just crammed five years of experience into that shorter period yeah. of time. To me, I don't look at that as a negative. Yeah. I would rather make 
all the mistakes as early as possible because yeah. it's not going to cause you to fail. You're going to overcome them and you're still going to get the job done. But get all those mistakes in and that's all awesome experience to yeah, not do again. Yeah, for sure. I think it's it's important to fail and then it's also important to not be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Oh, yeah. I think that's a lot of people forget about that too. They're just like, oh man, now I'm embarrassed. I messed up. I, I did this. But it's like, just ask somebody that's been through it. Right. Like, or listen to our podcast. There you go. And, <laughs> there you go. Good sales pitch there. I like that. Um, But, you know, like people that have messed up before, people like, if you think you messed up, I guarantee you like 500,000 other people did the exact same thing that you did. Right. Find those people. What did you do to, to make it better? Right. Or like find somebody in your industry or whatever you're, you're trying to accomplish that you failed at. Find somebody that's done that before and say like, what do you do in this situation? Right. Like, or can you help me? Like, I'm, I got stuck here. I need this help. Like, what can I do better? And like, everyone is willing to help at some, in some capacity. Or at least the people that you want to be helped from are willing to help. Yeah. You know, because they're and not, if they're not willing to help, then you probably don't want to learn from them because yeah, then they're, they're probably, just jerks. Yeah. They're just jerks. Well, we do have in our, a lot of our trainings too. We, we have other people and other teams and stuff join us yeah. because it's not competitors. It's really a collaborative effort. Really. Yeah. We just want, cause these are good people also good professionals yeah. and they want to do a good job for their clients and all working together and sharing information, sharing ideas just really benefits everyone. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to, to like, we've worked with a lot of people that aren't on their A game. So being able to collaborate with other agents, even if they're not on our team, because mm -hmm one day we might be working with yeah. them. So if we all have the same way of, you know, or like are on the same page of what we want for our clients, right. and how we want the experience to be, then hopefully if we work on a transaction with them, yeah. we'll be all on the same page. It'll be a nice, smooth transaction. All and the same everyone will be happy. There you go. There you go. That's your goal. Yes. <laughs> everyone, I just want everyone to be happy all the time. We we know. And all the puppies. And I also want all the dogs. We we know that too. And, and my one cat. <laughs> and one cat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess like, yeah, that's really the gist. I just wanted you to have a chance to come on and talk about like, you know, a lot of the, the aspects because sometimes, you know, obviously I'm going to have one perspective, but yeah. it's great to have that other perspe perspective. Even from the same team, we have similar and the same goals. Yeah. But very different ways of getting in different roles and getting our team there. Different ideas too. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, yeah, we have, we obviously get along mm -hmm. great, but we do have different personalities. Right. But a lot of our, you know, what are you talking about like, I'm like the nicest person. You are the nicest person, but you know, the ways that we work together, it's like, we have such complimentary traits, right, I right. guess you'd say. And so that's, what's nice again, with the team you have, you're building like all these different personality traits in one mm -hmm. so everyone can come together and it's just you can see all perspectives too and, and that's something too that uh kind of back to that debriefing mm -hmm. things how it goes is not everything goes the way as pl planned when you bring people in as well and that's something we review constantly too is great people might not fit a certain position but they might be great for that other position mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so sometimes like you don't pass up great people if you may need them yeah. You know what I mean? So no, totally. cool. Like that, that person's going to fall into their place. Yeah. And so that's another thing too, that we consistently evaluate like, Hey, you know, like when we needed another transaction coordinator or whatever yes. the case is, does it fit the team structure? Does it fit? Do this? they work with us? Like, uh, do they fit mm -hmm. this need? And took a couple, took a couple, but Hey, we figured it out. Right. We got one. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> we're, building, we're building the team. Right. But yeah, it's, it's all about just refining and continuing to grow and learn and don't be afraid to look back at the failures 
ask for help and continue moving forward and improve on it. Right. Absolutely. So that's what our goal is here is to just keep getting better. Keep getting better. And because we're already pretty cool. Uh, that's uh, hey, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you there, but We're I'm already pretty biased. awesome. And so if we can just get more awesome, mer. Er, er. <laughs> well, I think that's we can do. It. That's that we can do. Yeah. But also, uh, just uh, for people that you know, we always say like, hey, reach out if you have any questions, or if you want more information, or to be contacted, you know, or to be connected with someone from mm -hmm. our extended team, you yeah. know, like accountants, uh, financial advisors, anyone on our team for advice or something too. And for people that know me or have listened to some of the podcasts, if you're like, oh wait, I would rather get Maya's perspective, still reach out to us because it's going <laughs> through her as well. And she will be happy to give you her perspective on a lot of these things as well, which may be, it will be, it'll be a totally different perspective from mine, but with the same goal in mind. So yes. absolutely reach out for that as well. And thank you, Maya, for coming and putting aside your distaste of oh, recording your voice. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have been here. It was, you know, it's, it's, it is good to like actually talk this out too and, you know, let other people hear like it's because we have these conversations all the time right. when we're working together. Right. But like being able to share like our struggles and things like that with other people. So it's like you're not alone right. in, you know, making mistakes and wanting to get better. Like yeah. that's that should always still be your goals, like wanting to get better. Like right. nobody's perfect. Just see what you can improve and make it better. There you go. Perfect. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Maya. And we Thank will you. well, I was gonna say we'll talk to you later, but I'll talk to you in like five minutes. Okay. We'll be back to work. Okay, bye. Bye.